Sports Insight Podcast here on Anchor. I'm your host, Wesley Youthon, and today we will um, have an interesting show as we begin by talking about um, a interesting, interesting list here, um, along with some fantasy football um, things uh, for odds and different things like that coming up later on. Um, but we have um, a preview for the Falcons and Eagles Week 1 game, as I will um, try to do those um, pretty much, um, a couple of those, um, each episode coming up ahead of the um, Week 1, of course. Today, starting with um, preseason, starting today. Um, that should be interesting um, to see, as we'll see Dallas and Pittsburgh play in the first um, game today. Um, but for the beginning of the show, we'll start with uh, segment number one, starting off my top 20, 20, uh, my top 20 for 2021 uh, college football quarterback rankings. Um this is an interesting one. This is an interesting topic here, too, on who would go um, number one on this list. Um, and I have Sam Howell. Really, really good quarterback. The, the best college quarterback, in my opinion. Really, really talented. Um, exciting to watch what, um, his awareness, his um, vision on the field, um, the way that he finds open um open receivers and tight ends and open running backs on screens um he's able to use he's able to use his legs at times too as well um very very um precise and kind of moves as Russell Wilson um a little bit towards a stim- uh, similar style of play and when I look at a quarterback like that, I look at a guy like Sam Howell, and I feel like Sam Howell fits that um, first-round pick um, project uh, projection um, when it comes to um, the 2022 NFL draft. Um, the second, second quarterback, uh, Spencer Rattler from... Oklahoma, really, really exciting to watch him play, um, especially under Lincoln Riley. Um, he's able to use that style of play where he's able to move and um, use a lot of his speed and then use um, a really strong arm and probably a better developed arm than Kyler um, at this point in time um, back at Oklahoma when he was there. Especially, and it's interesting to see how um, great Oklahoma has been with quarterbacks, and especially um, them using their legs and um, throwing really deep um, for tremendous amount of passing yards um, over the years of um, Baker, Kyler, Spencer Rattler, and Jalen Hurts. Um, using that deep bomb and then using their legs. 
Um, number three, I have Keen Slovis out of USC. I'm really, really excited uh, to see where he goes this year. Of course, um, not many, many opportunities at the beginning of his career, but um, now in a great position, of course, um, not having Michael Pittman last year um, really hurt him as a huge main target for um, Southern Cal, but um, still has some weapons there, um, and it's exciting to see what um, happens in Southern California because uh, Keaton Slovis is really, really good. He's got a great arm. Um, he's got more of a um, pocket presence than some of the other guys that run. Um, and he's more stable inside um, the pocket due to good blocking um, from the O-line. So if he um, continues a great um, pocket passing trend, um, Keaton Slovis can be really good. Um, but he's got a little bit more speed than um, some other quarterbacks that we've seen, but usually he's really good in the pocket. Um, number four, I have um, DJ Ungalele, and... Um, I always mess his last name up uh, from Clemson. I'm really, it's interesting to see how he does. Of course, we've only seen two starts out of him, and it's been interesting to see why, um, how he progresses, especially being the backup to um, Trevor Lawrence at that time last season. And how can he adapt to a starting role? Um, as they'll keep him around to be a starter next year. Um, we will see what happens, but he is a new starter in uh, Death Valley this year for Clemson. It should be interesting to see what he can do. Um, Dylan Gabriel, really excited for him at number five uh, from Central Florida. Really, really talented. Um top five quarterback in every single category, and this guy will put um, Central Florida on the map again if he continues this trend. Um, especially we've seen um, a really big improvement from the American Athletic Conference with teams like Cincinnati, Memphis. Um, and so, when I look at teams that... Um, are starting to fall. It's Central Florida as the top, top dog in that um, conference. And it seems to be that way ever since Milton went down with an injury and then got, and then transferred to Florida State. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how um, UCF continues to use Dylan Gabriel. But Dylan Gabriel is pretty much a lock for the first round, I hope. Um, but may go um, late first round or early second round, depending on um, how many other quarterbacks are taken ahead of him. And he should be looked at as not a like third or fourth rounder, um, 
if he keeps spitting up numbers like that. Um, another guy that is really interesting, Malik Williams from Liberty, really excited for him to do great things this year. Um, pretty much the same exact um, way that I would see, I would see Dylan Gabriel playing. Um, really, really, really talented. Um, and he's got a really bright future, especially um, coming from Liberty. You don't see much um, from the quarterback position there, um, but should be interesting to see how he adapts to try and be a lottery pick in the NFL draft next uh, in the next couple years. Uh, Matt Correct. Mike, Matt Corral of Ole Miss is next, and he's at number seven. Really, really, really good. Um, needs to lower interceptions, um, but as far as a deep, as a deep bomb threat, um, at quarterback, really, really talented. Um, and he's got something that Plumley didn't have. Um, of course, Plumley ran a lot, um, but passing, there it was not there, and running was was one thing that Matt Corral could do, too. So, if Matt Corral can run and he can throw, like, monstrous throws, um, including his 93-yard pass last year, um, it'll be tough to stop, um, that big of an arm, and um, I think we've seen that from Kyler, too. Um, shorter quarterback with a super-duper long arm. Um, and I feel that Matt Corral is the best um, SEC quarterback coming into this year, um, meaning he's started games. Um for a team in the SEC. Um, at number eight, I have JT Daniels. It will probably re- be really, really high. Um, but it's tough for me to go against what JT Daniels can do. Um, of course, had a better year at, um, in 2018 with um, Southern California, but if you look at a guy that can do some great things, is JT Daniels. Really, really good um, when it comes to throwing um, good passes and being that number one quarterback where you can lean on him in big situations and he'll pull um, and he'll pull the and he'll uh, pull through for you um, when you need it the most. And that's what I feel like um, JT Daniels has as a big um, trait with him. Um, especially a super duper, um, super really good with his legs and really good with his arm. Um, and he also uses a lot of, um, a, um, balanced attack when, um, mixing in run and pass, um, and play action. Um, and I feel like he could do some, uh, great things if, he keeps um, putting on great performances, and if you put on great performances, it'll show 
um, a lot out of you. Um, at number nine, I have Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. Really, really excited for him to um, get some to get some um, get some more playing time. Of course, um, Indiana rolled with him last year, and he was really good. Um, his legs are super duper exciting, um, and his arm is a gunslinger, um, and it will be interesting to see how the um, Big Ten will um, go against that. So Ohio State and Indiana will have a interesting battle this year, um, just like last year. Um, at number 15, I have Jaden Daniels out of Arizona State. Really, really exact. Really, really, really good. Um, super great when it comes to um, throwing um, throwing toward the middle of the field um, and toward the sideline. Uh, very good at placing um, the football in um, in the correct uh, position for his receivers to secure the catch or make the best um, catch and has great reads and decision and decision making when um, he is under center and it's really really um, it's really really tough to um, go against that in a sense I guess for being a top quarterback and I feel like he is. Um, so, it's interesting. At number 16, I have Tanner Morgan out of Minnesota. Really, really, really good. Has thrown for over 1,000 yards every year. Um, really, really, really good um, when it comes to being a quarterback. Um, throws for a lot of yards. He, he throws an absolute amazing football, um, and his ball IQ is superb, um, at one of the highest levels I've seen a college quarterback, um, have, and when I look at a guy like Tanner Morgan, I look at a guy, um, who I would be scared to go up against, um, And if you're going to throw 1,401 yards for nine touchdowns and then throw in 2019 3,253 yards, 30 touchdowns, and seven interceptions, I am not even going to try to debate that this guy should not be any higher than Jane Daniels. Um... If Tanner Morgan continues to um, prove himself as a great quarterback and throw for over a thousand yards each year, um, then we've got a we've got a great quarterback um, coming out of Minnesota, and um, we'll hope that he um, is 
better and better for the NFL. Um, the next uh, quarterback at 17, we have Carson Strong out of Nevada. Really, really good. Um, and I keep saying really, really good because most of these guys are super duper good. Um, and if I look at a guy that I, I see a lot of talent, it's Carson Strong. 2,858 yards, 27 touchdowns, and four interceptions. That is, that is immaculate numbers, especially for, um, a freshman last season. And being, um, a sophomore last season, sorry. Um, and especially being a sophomore and having that, um, great of a year, it's really, really, really tough to do. And to see a guy do that and throw almost 3,000 passing yards and 30 touchdowns, not many NFL players can do that at this rate now. Um, and for a sophomore to do that is absolutely insane. Um, and I feel like he fits... Um, that position really, really, really well. Um, I would put him over Tanner Morgan, um, but I need another year, um, like that out of Carson Strong to say, okay, he's good enough to be, um, there over Brock Purdy as he's over Brock Purdy and, um, below Tanner Morgan um, he honestly could be up there with, um, um, one of the best quarterbacks I've seen, um, in Desmond Ritter, um, but, um, I feel like those guys are really, really, really good, um, but toward the bottom I have a lot more picks, um, and so here, um, at 18, I have Derek King out of Miami, really, really good with his legs, and super duper good with an arm, um, I would say he's a top three quarterback in the ACC, um, as of, um, looking at last year, um, really good. Um, of course, I would put Sam Howell and um, Trevor Lawrence up there. Um, and then De'Aaron King and Kenny Pickett. Um, but I really like the uh, De'Aaron King, and I feel like he's got a lot of potential to be kind of Lamar Jackson, um, just out of Miami. Um but we'll see what happens with King um, as he's returning to um, Miami coming up this year. Um, at number 19, I have Brock Purdy. Um, 
and Brock Purdy was sensational to begin his career, and he's kind of been the same exact thing or slowed down, and he hasn't been as good since his sophomore year. Um, so we really can't really debate if he should be in the top 20 or not. Um, I could see him dropping out if he does have one more iffy year, um, especially with Minnesota, I'm especially with Iowa State, sorry. And um, it's tough for me to um, say that he's going to be out um, just yet. But it could happen soon, sooner than later, um, especially, and most likely will happen um, if that continues uh, moving forward. Number 20, I have Philip Jerichoff from um, Boston College. Really, really good. Um, excited to see him play. We haven't seen him play um for Boston College yet, but really, really talented. Um, and if I think of a guy that can um, do a great job, I feel like Philip Jurikov can do that exact thing um, and give you tons of wins. Um, so I skipped over 10, 11, um, 12, and 13. Um, so, at number 10, I had Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. At 11, I had Grayson McCall out of Coastal Carolina. Um, at number 12, I had Kenny Pickett. I really like Kenny Pickett. Absolutely talented, talented dude out of Pitt. Um, one of my favorite um, college quarterbacks. And I would say that because that's how it is. Um, 2,408 yards uh, with 13 touchdowns and 9 interceptions. Could lower the interception rate, of course. Um, but still a good, a good um, a great um beginning to his career, um, 1,969 yards, 12 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, um, in 2018, 2019, he had 3,098 yards, um, 13 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and then last year, he had, of course, the, the 2,408 yards with 13 touchdowns and 9 interceptions, I would say that's great numbers, um, Besides lowering that interception um, to touchdown ratio, if you had like 20 something touchdowns and nine interceptions, I would be fine with that because that's not um, two double digit numbers um, or really, really close to double digit numbers. Um, and there's not really much separation from 13 to nine, only four um, is that. So, if I look at a guy that can improve um, immensely is Kenny Pickett, but he's still um, one of the top ACC quarterbacks. And I could say that, really, because um, we haven't seen much from Ogulele, and um, we've seen a lot from Howell, of course, 
um, in UNC, and he's arguably the best, um, especially showing what he can do last year, of course. Um, Trevor Lawrence really um, was his basic competition last year. I mean, I feel like Sam Howell fits um, UNC really, really well, especially with Matt Brown as the head coach. Um, but I feel like um, he did a great job um, last year at being the quarterback for the Tar Heels um, when they needed it the most. Um, and he has really, they have really, really improved um, at that quarterback position since Mitchell Trubisky. So um, that is the great thing for, um, that is a great thing for the University of North Carolina. We will be right back um, on the Sports Insight podcast here on Anchor. I'm your host, Wesley Youthon, and right after this break, um, we will break down a fantasy sports, um, a fantasy sports breakdown for the week, uh, starting the week one matchups with on the Atlanta Falcons and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, we will talk um, comparisons along with um, impact players for each team and um, the over-under and also um, who will be the favorite for that week one matchup in Atlanta. We'll be right, after, we'll be right back after this.